0: And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer.
1: Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the dream business coach. I am the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of the infamous No Hassle Newsletters, and author of these six books. And I'm going to tell you how you can get your hands on them for free. Well, not your hands, your eyes, more likely, because I'm talking <laughs> about digital. <laughs> so, And I'll tell you that at the end of the show. Um, but most importantly, for, for the last 10, almost 11 years, I'm the host of Dream Business Radio. And today is another live special edition the day after uh, here in this country we celebrated Independence Day. My guest is Tamara Fluke. Tamara, how are you doing today?
2: Thank you, Jim. I'm Captain Jim. I'm doing fine today. Thank you. And
1: and Tamara is Swiss, and when I compliment her, when I I always have my guests come five minutes early because you know sometimes you got technology and it is. I said it astounds me how many guests show up thirty seconds before you're supposed to go live. She goes, "Well, I'm Swiss, so I have good timing."
2: <laughs> yeah, I had no excuse about this, but I'm anyway thinking that if I would not be Swiss. I would also be on time. I think it benefits everybody in
1: the room. So That's right. I like your style. Anyway, hey folks, this episode of Dream Business Radio, it is brought to you by the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner who wants to grow a more profitable business faster and especially if you're interested in creating multiple streams of revenue, something I'm very good at, hence my new report, uh, you want to be part of this extraordinary virtual mastermind group led by me, Captain Jim Palmer. You can learn more at dreambizcoaching.com. Speaking of multiple, Multiple streams of revenue. I just launched my latest ebook. There's a picture of it right up there somewhere. And you can get a free copy of it. We sent it out to um, all the people in my. uh email us yesterday and today we we uh, rolled it out through all the social media channels, etc. But I show in detail, well, I don't actually show, there I go again with my different tenses. I teach you through my power, for <laughs> the power of words, how I grew from one business in 2001 to over six successful businesses. And let me tell you, multiple streams of revenue is the number one way that entrepreneurs, small business owners can generate higher income. It's so much easier, you sleep so much better. You sleep like a baby when you got multiple streams of revenue because the one revenue stream which might experience hiccups ups and downs whatever this takes care of that you can get a free copy of this incredible report at create multiple streams of revenue.com how about that for a url create multiple streams of revenue.com. all right let's go back to this one so we can focus on tamara let me also go over to here so i can see everything you know, I am a professional. We make it look easy anyway. Yeah, Tamara,
2: that's, that's impressive. You got this You. Oh, are I've got eyes. a whole like, team say... of
1: people behind me. No, I absolutely <laughs> do not. It's my hand doing everything right this here. This is
2: crazy. You should have called it Dream Businesses
1: Radio yeah. since you have multiple streams. <laughs> So, folks, listen, this is, this is going to be very, very short introduction because so I want to really um, spend a lot of time with Tamara. Plus, it's 9 o'clock over there. She's like, it's 9 o'clock. <laughs> what to do? <laughs> but, but she is here to teach you. And uh, so we call her your Swiss fun and confidence coach. And what she likes to say is if that little nagging voice in your head – It can be quite annoying, and everybody knows about that little voice. I'm quite sure. If you're an entrepreneur, you have that voice. I defy you. It's like when I was on the boat. There are those boaters who run aground and those who lie about it. Everybody's got the nagging voice, and you have to get it under control. People are going, Jim, you should have stayed on vacation because you're just being a little too silly. I'll try and get control here. So if you get the little voice under control, you can finally accept and love yourself and have more fun, have an uncomplicated life. So, Tamara, once again, let me get my professional suit of clothes on and, and welcome you to Dream Business Radio.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much. And actually, you know, it says uncomplicated life. I want to say tonight, today, like, let's have an uncomplicated business, which I truly believe are uncomplicated streams of business, like from your ebook from yesterday. Like you can everything can be much simpler and uncomplicated. It, sure. It's
1: the truth. And you know what's interesting is that um the more I think, the more stress you have. The more uh, the lack of confidence, the the more likely you're um, able to delegate. Like all these different things, complicate what should be a a more straight path. Right? Not that being an entrepreneur is ever easy, but I think as as we all have our strong points, we also can be our worst our own worst enemy. So anyway, before we dive into the whole confidence and fun piece. Tamara. um, Just curious. I'm always um, it's the only I I never script my interviews, but I always like to start with this one question. Do you have any role models, parents, grandparents? And did you were you shown the entrepreneurial lifestyle or where you live? Do they teach you that in school? Because in America, they don't teach anything about entrepreneurship. You go to school maybe college, you get a job, you work for somebody else forever. (laughs) Entrepreneurship is new to a lot of people. So how did you come to have your own business?
2: Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, I like to talk about this because I used to be a teacher myself. And it's funny because at school, we like we want kids not to make mistakes, kind of, you know, because you get bad grades when you make mistakes. But when you become an entrepreneur, people tell you, you have to fail, you've got to love to fail. So your brain is completely mixed up, you know, between trying not to fail and failing. So I really hear what you're saying. So I used to be a teacher and then I learned life coaching and I love teaching. Kids are very authentic, very simple, taking things not too seriously. When I think adults, we take it very hard sometimes. Everything is very serious, you know? So I used to be a teacher. I loved it. And then I learned life coaching and I saw how much like feeling more confident, like, yeah, really trusting ourselves and our abilities can help us kind of a little bit much more than what I used to teach kids at school so I coached on many topics you know procrastination losing weight all of it and then I saw that deep down a bit of business also it came down to really like trusting ourselves, like self-worth like self-confidence and you know Mm -hmm. when we reach a certain point when we have a successful business what we can like give ourselves permission to think about ourselves you know that we are worthy that you know what I mean that we're good enough
1: I want to interrupt real quick. Did, yes. conf- did you not feel confident as a teacher? Was it not fun? Or did you just stumble into the whole entrepreneur thing and say, I like this better?
2: No. What is funny, I have a story in between, is that I remember my partner, that we're still together today, <laughs> interesting fact, but he called me back then when I was a teacher, and he told me we're going to sell online. And we had the kitchen gadgets uh, company that we probably sold right before Corona. So this was my middle step that I did not share with you until now. In between, that helped me really, you know, like selling on Amazon FBA with my own brand. It helped me develop so many skills that then I realized I don't want to work for anybody else for the rest of my life, you know. So, yeah, (laughs) this is the little missing piece in between that made me want even more to be an entrepreneur. And then I really like started my, my coaching business as coaching more people and making money. From
1: that, well, know. they say when you're an entrepreneur, you have the best boss, but you also have the worst boss, right? Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. But I don't know. I just love kind of blaming myself, but finding also solutions with myself. The relationship is complicated. I should not have said that. I'm looking for uncomplicated in life. Right. But I mean, you know, it's complicated, but I think everybody's listening probably like is dreaming of business, or like have their dream business, you know, if they're listening to this. And I do believe that it's not necessarily for everyone, but as long as you love your reasons for being here, I think, yeah, take the best and leave the rest. I cannot go back working for somebody and I have lots of respect for people working for other people, you know, right? <laughs> that's not me.
1: <laughs> so when you started coaching, um, how did you zero in on the confidence piece? Did you know that was kind of a, it's sometimes a tipping point for entrepreneurs. It's, it's often one of the things that's lacking when people aren't, you know, hitting their stride in, in revenue and, and things like that.
2: Yeah, I definitely think it's the missing piece, no matter where we are. I think that deep down, it, um, as I mentioned right before, you hit the record button. To me, confidence is really being able and like, yeah, confident kind of that you can feel mm-hmm. any negative emotion because very often what we don't try in our business is because, you know, we are afraid of feeling a negative emotion when actually it's 90 seconds most of the time. So yeah, this is how I came on like, coaching on confidence because i saw that no matter what topic people are bringing to me it always comes down to like confidence and really it's i think it's a good new because it's much more in our control when you you know we don't have our business exactly where we want it to be we kind of blame the world we blame the economy people not buying our stuff but when you work on your confidence it comes from within and you come you help your people much more from a place of service you know like unattached to the outcome mm. not trying to make it mean anything about you you know like you don't have You know, to have people buy from you or do something or say, give you compliments about your product, your offer for you to feel good. You already feel good and it attracts people. One, I'm convinced of this. This is why confidence is, I think it's everything.
1: You know, it's interesting. I'd like your opinion on this. And please feel free to disagree with the host. I won't be offended. I wouldn't. But um, so there are certain things when you're an entrepreneur, especially an online entrepreneur, that you can learn. You can study copywriting. You can just learn by, you know, reading and, and 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 maybe even working with somebody for a period of time. My experience is that confidence is something that you can't get a self-help book and say, you must have more confidence for these reasons. OK, good. It's like you need to be challenged. <laughs> In my case, I work with a couple really very brilliant mentors who... Um, who challenged me, one of them, I call my Mr. T moment, got in my face. It's like, well, I can't be this little, you know, creep or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I, it made me go do things that I was uncomfortable doing. And then I did them and found out, Hey, I can do that, which, you know, means the confidence muscle grows and you keep going. Do you agree? So, by the way, I tend to ask very long questions. So, <laughs> yeah. And
2: I tried to remember, I wanted already to answer to your question about the mentor, but I'm going to come yeah. to it as a piece. So, the, my, my
1: real question <laughs> is with working with confidence, do you mm-hmm. agree that it's something it's really best working with somebody else? Or do you think you can just, you know, learn that on your own, how to be more confident?
2: I have to tell you the truth. I think that you have to work with somebody since I'm a confidence coach. I truly mm-hmm. want to sell confidence. <laughs>
1: I'm <gonna tell> you, <laughs> well, there's an a, honest answer.
2: You got me there. No, but I also <laughs> think that you can actually develop confidence. You know, confidence is an emotion. So I do think that it all depends. You know, this is also backed up by a cognitive behavioral therapy that our thoughts create our reality. So mm-hmm. I do believe that like our own self like you right here, right now, you seem pretty confident, but I mean, somebody that would start, want to start right oh, you now. you should have
1: met me 20 years ago. You'd- what a bumbling <laughs> this mess
2: <is> a- <laughs> you mean 20 when you were five
1: yeah you know? <laughs> oh, oh very nice now <laughs> it
2: was a good shot i'm happy about it no but what i want to say by this is that there is a part that you can already start alone by i think the very very first step and just jumping here because i always love you know straightforward like, advice or so like help mm-hmm. is just not to believe everything your brain is telling you because i think that when we you know, stop ourselves or we are afraid in our business. It's often because we believe like a thought to be true, but everyone, we all have 60,000 thoughts per day. And we don't even, they are on uns- a lot of unconscious, you know, because the brain is very efficient. It just want to, you know, like save time. So it cannot recreate everything every day. So it's just gonna like repeat the same thoughts. So this is the first step, but then you can also get help with me because as a brain surgeon, like you cannot have a surgery on your own brain. So you do
1: like right. enjoy
2: the company of the confidence that make it fun. Me.
1: So I'm not going to ask you to reveal like anything, um, very confidential oh, about, about how you work with your clients. But, you know, I, I think, well, podcasts like this and others, you can inspire people through books. Like I've written, you can inspire people to be more confident and to take chances yes. and, and risk because, well, it's like, well, if he did it or she did it, I guess it could work out. So there's that, sure. there's that piece of it. But the one thing I think if you're if you're like a member of a mastermind group and or working with a mentor, it, there's accountability. So I'm, I'm assuming yeah. when you work with people, you know, and you get ready near the end of a session or a call, whatever, and you get here's some homework, here's what I want you to do. You do check in with them on the next visit, right, or the next call or the next group meeting. So accountability is a big part of it, is it not?
2: Yes. No, for sure. And I think that it's more, you know, people are afraid of the, this word, you know, accountability, because they already see them again to like, make it mean something about them if they're not accountable it means that they're not going to be successful you know this is the very interesting uh, like uh, part of it but I do what I'm doing with my clients and I think this is what you're gonna maybe tell me that you're doing also is more to start with celebrating wins like something that you've done to train Mm -hmm. you to see also what went well and what you did like what from accountability I think the whole point is to like get stuff done so I guess that to start like this you train your brain to look at things you know that you indeed do because uh, did because by the end of the week, often we think about stuff we did not do, and this is why we are still there. But sometimes it's very important to pay attention to what has been done. Yeah. What's working, I'm a big you know?
1: fan of celebrating wins, Tamara. Small ones, big are? ones. Sometimes people, nah, I'm busy. I don't want to do this. Uh, then get extra pepperoni and pizza. Do something that's going to <laughs> be outside the norm and say, pizza. yes, I I did this. I got a new client today. I got paid. Whatever that is.
2: Yes. Right? No. And I and I do believe also, you know, that I think it's Tony Robbins guru who said that actually the but i find it interesting always take the best leave the rest from every one of these Mm -hmm. amazing speakers but he said that the quality of your life depends on uh, the quality of the questions you ask yourself so if by the end of the week you ask yourself why it's not working your brain again is so efficient it's still the brain from the caveman, it's gonna find you answers to this question so at least find answers that are serving you such as like what's working exactly what you said
1: i think it's more useful so as I mentioned, the most of the people that listen and, and watch this show, entrepreneurs, small business owners, and many of them have, have grown to the point where they're developing teams, right? Mm-hmm. So confidence, um, I do believe I, I didn't somebody said once, and I like this expression, confidence is like a muscle. The more you use it, yes. the, the more, you know, the more it develops. As entrepreneurs grow their businesses to the point of hiring team members whether they're you know, officially you know, employed team members, 1099 contractors, what role does confidence play in being an effective leader?
2: Oh, that's such a good question because I just started with a client that is starting to be a leader, so the switch is very interesting. I love it. Mm. I think that it's um, the first – I think, yeah, the most important thing that I can think of like on the grill is really to be able to take care of your emotions. I think that deep down, you know, we're still human beings that – I I do believe that no matter what we're trying to do, we want to get to feel like something good and when we don't want to take actions, because like the gym, (laughs) because we try to avoid feeling a negative emotion. So I would just recommend to make sure to take care of your emotions and not expecting, you know, your employees or people to do something so then you can feel a certain way. I think Mm -hmm. that every emotion can start from what we're thinking. Then, of course, we have um, kind of expectations or like we need to make requests, you know, from like a contract and everything that things need to get done. But I do believe that it should, it should not be there, and this is what coaching, I think, is very amazing. It's to help us like feel more in control of what we're thinking, so then we don't need, you know, because it's never somebody, even our employee or even at home, somebody who says something or don't or does something that um, make us feel a certain way, but it's how we mm. interpret it, what we think about it. So I think as a leader, this is really one of the things that I uh, love to like help them pay attention. In specific situation, I believe that coaching is solving the big things by working always on very everyday specific situations it's just less inspiring but it's like very practical and it's really situation that looks like we blame the other person but to see if uh, we take care of our emotions in the first place i I hope that makes sense but in my head it does
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so tamara what's what's the linkage between um confidence and maybe intuition like and intuition—whether some people go, oh, trust your gut, trust your heart, trust your head, yeah. trust spirit, whatever—intuition is that thing when you you see an opportunity, something. There's that little, maybe it's the little voice. Something says that might be good, that might be bad. But we'll call that your intuition, whatever you believe it is. What role does confidence play in your in your intuition?
2: Oh, that's a good question. So, to me, intuition—and I usually have a Zoom background with like trust your intuition in the back. It's really it's <clears> to. <throat> build like as I said before the worst that can happen is having a negative emotion so I and when it comes to building our business I think that often we look uh, at some answers outside of us you know how to do that so Mm -hmm. I always like I read somewhere this like a few years ago and I've decided to go full-time on this that every question that I have even if it comes to my business like anything I answer it myself and I always think that my first guest is my best answer so I think that there's it's exactly like the muscle you mentioned. I think intuition can for every question, like what do I think about this? But this comes with um, kind of, I love this question such as what if that would be easy? What if it would be simpler? You know, again, because we think that in business, even more, I think marketing, all of this, well, you're the king here. But I mm. mean, we make it very complicated. It sounds sophisticated, but I do believe that if intuition Ointi- knows better, but it's more the feeling in the body than the brain, you know, because the brain is very afraid and the intuition the confidence here to answer your question is like knowing that no matter what action we're going to take from listening to our intuition, we're going to be okay because we can handle any negative emotion, uncomfortable emotion.
1: Mm. I like to say that the, uh, you, you want to trust your gut. Your gut is that mm-hmm. instinct, intuition, your heart wants it to be true. Oh, I hope she likes me. I hope he likes me. All right. This is going to be a great success. Like your heart is like whether this is weird or not, romantically wants this business idea or this new program. It wants it to be great, but your gut's telling me, I don't think there's enough people to turn that into a business. Yeah. What I'm saying is you can listen to both, but trust your gut when it comes to you know putting skin yeah.
2: in the game. No, and because, you know, the brain is still the brain from the caveman. It basically thinks you're going to die. So it's going to send you thoughts mm. such as you're not good enough. It's not good enough what you're doing. You're never going to be successful. But your gut, if you really, as you said, it's a muscle. At school, we should tell people like kids, <laughs> like listen to intuition more. The more you listen to it, the more, you know, you are more so in integrity mm. because you followed what truly was true to you, you know. I believe, but it's not, you know, nobody talks about it. I like that you bring it up because in business building, we can use it so much more.
1: Foster. Yeah. I've always believed that um I believe that confidence is contagious, right? And mm. one of the ways I I mean that is I actually think your confidence will close more sales as a mm. business owner. You know, I do believe uh perspective customers, clients, patients, whatever business you're in, I do believe people are drawn to confident people. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could have two people that have and one of them has an, an unbelievable skill set, brain, you know, degrees at the Wazoo. Well, I don't know if you have that expression there. In <laughs> Nothing to set on. Very, let's say we're very well bred, whatever. And then you have somebody else who's also uh, not as well trained, but he's got Sue He or she has super confidence. I'm thinking the confident person is going to close more business because people, as I say, are drawn to confidence. Do you agree with that?
2: Yes. But what I will tell you also, some people may think, oh, I'm afraid of being arrogant, but what is, and it comes back to what we uh, said before. that
1: so, yeah, It's a, so
2: interesting, that's... but what I'm going to tell you is, I think is even more interesting is that actually when you feel this confidence from within, but again, without depending on what others do, what others say, you know, to, to feed that um, feeling confident when you truly feel confident yourself by what you're thinking that you find value in what you're selling in your product, you can help mm. your people from a genuine place of I can help people. I believe that on a call, like this is why I think I have a good conversion rate, but I'm not going to reveal. But I mean, just because I come from a place of sufficiency, you know, when I'm selling. So I'm at peace, you know, so I don't almost need anything from my clients because I'm I'm coming uh, by the end of a con- consultation call. We always come to the best decision uh, to my clients. So, I mean, when I'm at, on this place, I don't depend, you know, um, from what people saying yes to me for me to feel confident. You know, you understand what I mean? So then it just makes it just a genuine connection to really help somebody and not I need this cell so I can give myself permission to think that I'm successful.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's interesting your, your initial comment there about possibly sounding arrogant. Yeah. I used to worry about that. I mean, years and years ago, I don't need more. In fact, when I work with my clients, I say, don't even give that a second thought. Now I know we're, we're, supposed to be humble, right? There's a difference between <laughs> being humble and, and just meek and quiet and and saying, this is what I can do. This is why I'm good at it. This is how it's going to be amazing yes. for you, right? Confidence, true. <clears throat> confidence is not uh, being braggadocious or it's not arrogant if it's true. So it's if I true. say, man, I've helped like hundreds of customers, if I've done this, if I've done that, and it's true, you're, you're really stating facts and you're stating it in a way that should be attractive to people that want to learn from you. Right. Yes, um, so true. I don't, I don't worry about that. I, there are people who are turned off by that. And to me, I'm like, you can't appeal and attract everybody. Right. So some people may be turned off by that. What I say is be your true authentic self, you know, speak from a position of humbleness, but that again, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're not allowed to say, listen, I started in 2001. I I grew seven successful businesses. I've worked 3 days a week since for the last 7 years, you know, I've been on that boat for 5. Years. I it's all true. Yeah. And to me, I I say that and believe me that the other the other part of me is very shy, <laughs> but I had to get over really? that when I became <laughs> Oh yeah, when I became an entrepreneur. What I tell what I tell my clients in you know, 1 to 2 years when I retire, I'm off social media. You won't even see me. <laughs> oh, yeah. here I am doing this. No, I'll be gone.
0: It's what true, I it's do
1: now in terms of marketing and social media is about my business and 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 for clients, right? But no,
2: I agree. And it's more like to model what's possible. I think this is amazing what you're doing. And the three days a week, you know, I know so many people that make so much money by working less. So it's to show you again that you can, you know, work on your brain. But it's exactly, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said actually. And well, the arrogance, it comes from a different place, you know. I think an ag- ar- feeling ar- being arrogant comes from a place lacking of belief, you know, in ourselves. If you truly generally like feel good about you. like I mean trust yourself. It's not the same at all. Arrogance. It's really again come from a different place.
1: I think also uh, just put a fine point on this. Then we're gonna move yeah. on because man, we we got like seven or eight minutes. I'm I'm really enjoying our conversation here. <laughs> I love so it. So I think arrogance also might be taking your confidence to that next level. What I mean by that is, I'm so good. I'm the only one you should work with. Well, that's not true. There's probably other people who could teach For you things, sure. right? And to prove my point, which sometimes astounds some of my business friends, I've interviewed in over 10 years and I've actually coached more business coaches than almost anybody else because it's a big planet. I can't possibly, nor do I want to work with. So I like helping people. It's a, you know, it's a big piece of pie. So I think there's a difference between being confident and arrogant. Like I'm the only one anybody should ever work with. That's truly arrogant. So anyway, um, yeah, the name of your podcast is get confident, get happy. It's (laughs) interesting that you tie confidence uh, to happiness. I'm sure that's not a, a happenstance.
2: Actually, it's so funny you mentioned it because I started this podcast in 2019 and I was just selling online courses. I was into confidence, but I did not use it as per se as my mm-hmm. niche, you know, but so I lo- just like to keep this uh, this podcast because it's a proof of confidence that you don't have to be ready. You just start and you're going to see on the way. So actually I tied it. Together now, I find another symbolic about it. I just look for keywords back then. I have to be honest. And actually for confidence and happiness, I believe that when you truly at peace with yourself, which is, I believe what I'm saying now, it's genuine emotional peace and freedom. You don't need anybody to change the world, to change for you to feel better. You truly feel happy. I believe that I'm not saying, you know, coaching sessions. I'm saying basically the impact of confidence on your relationship and on here, on your business. Like it's amazing. Like it, the sky is the limit.
1: Hmm. Do you think um trying to think of I had a bunch of questions? I'm trying to think which one would be most brilliant (laughs) now. Do you (laughs) think do you think confidence through intuition? We touched on that. Does that help somebody make faster decisions? Because I believe, I truly believe it's it's (laughs) part of what my book decide was about, wherever that is. I truly believe it when you see an opportunity, problem, a challenge, if you can assess good, bad, here's the and boom, you make the decision and move forward. Not everyone works out, but in inaction usually ends up costing more. Do you, so. Do you believe that? And do you believe fast decisions are usually good for a, an entrepreneur?
2: For sure, because, you know, decision first, we spend so much time in decision fatigue. Well, I love to eat out, so I spend so much time, equal time in my business decision than in food decision, for sure. But what I'm trying to say here is we spend so much decision fatigue on things that, you know, you get tired of thinking about, like, what decision to make. A decision is made in an instant. We can always make another one after. Like, hmm. the world that can happen always, and this is why it's tied to confidence, in my opinion, is that, again, the world that can happen is an non-expectation. Uh, like a fail that is, uh, I think the definition on Google is unexpected result, like not the result you wanted. You feel yes. an emotion, this is it. You move on. You understand that the, we make such a big deal out of a fail, like which is the biggest, I think, a road broker for entrepreneurs, you know, I do believe. So for sure, it's tight. You just make a decision, and then you, also it's, it's a muscle, I see. And then you trust yourself that you can rebound, you say rebound, <laughs> like a ball, yeah. like no matter what. Decision you made because you can always make a different <clears throat> one after.
1: And and what I say in the, in my book, decide it's it's yes or no, but not maybe, maybe, or mm. the back burner, whatever you call it. That sends you to a place that I've coined "squishy belt," which is where opportunity goes to die. So make oh, a decision, yes or no, and move forward. You will almost always make course correcting action decisions. Because if you if you do go fast, not everything's going to work out. But if you got momentum, you can absorb a, an occasional body yes, blow and true. keep going, right? Um, yeah, that's for God, sure. I want to squeeze in another question here. Yeah, um, I could say
2: other stuff, so, but I said, no, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Question.
1: So somewhere on your website, when I was preparing for the interview, I saw where you mentioned that The steps to a fun and uncomplicated life. Remember you tied uncomplicated there. Stop listening to the nagging little voice you hear. Stop feeling frustrated. Stop overthinking things that you've said or done. You could comment on any of them, but the last one, is that about regrets, about not having regrets and just moving forward?
2: Uh, what, the, what the last part? Can you uh, the last me? one was
1: stop overthinking things that you've said or done, yes. which is kind of in the past, the way I read that. Yeah,
2: but I believe also when it comes to business, you know, people sometimes they identify themselves or they describe themselves for something that happened in the past. But just if you would wake up with amnesia, which I don't wish for anybody listening yeah. here watching, like just <laughs> imagine if you don't have this story that you tell yourself about, oh, I made this mistake. Oh, I wasn't successful. And you know better with all the streams, <laughs> all the businesses you have, that you 80, 20% rule. Some things are working out sometimes no but i mean like we should not like the past if it feels good to think about the past you know like i had so much fun i'm proud of myself good if it's not like, don't go back it's what you said before if i could find a way for us to go back in time and use what we said or done like to to change it i would be super rich we would not be talking <laughs> but yeah. i mean you know why well, not i wish I, we would still have fun but i mean you know like it's not useful i think the question is not even if it's true or not what you're thinking if it's useful so it doesn't matter what happened in the past this is what i, I meant by this
1: Yeah. Well, so it's 3.29, and since you, since you are Swiss, I'm going to keep very, very good timing for this <laughs> interview. So um, first of all, what a great interview. Thank you so much. Thank I mean, so much. I've learned a lot, and I and you've helped me clarify some of the things. I'm sure our audience is going to love this. So uh, how can they connect with you? I mean, I'm sure we're connected over the pond through this thing called the internet, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so back then, which was also the start of my business, start anywhere you are, <laughs> you're exactly where you're supposed to be. My website is called Personal developmentzone.com because it's like a little zone where we're having fun and we take things not too serious even if you want to make millions and millions i'm learning american sign language so i have big goals even if i make it uncomplicated you know so you can have it all and i truly believe for everybody in the room so yeah this is where you can find me
1: that's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank I really, you so really much, had, had a lot Captain of fun. Jim. Hey folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Tamara Flug and you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. Again, if you're interested in joining about 27 other smart entrepreneurs in the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, you can go to dream dreambizcoaching.com. Remember, you can get a free copy of my new ebook. Where did I put that? There it is right there. My new ebook just released, and it's called How to Create Multiple Streams of Revenue. I literally detail in these pages exactly how I went from one to the other, where the idea came from, what was the impetus to spinning and spinning and spinning. So it's it's actually, I hope it's gonna be very inspirational to you. You can download a copy at create multiple streams of And remember, you can get um, digital versions. I told you that all all six of my books are free as in Amazon, as Kindle. They're in the Barnes & Noble bookstore as Nook Books. They are also in the iBook store. It's my way of giving you quite an education for free, part of my legacy building program. But that's it until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer and I am the Dream Business Coach and you take good care.